day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. Today is Wednesday, December 4th, and you're tuned into Woke and Baked, based out of Soldatna, Alaska. My name is Bill, and today my guest is my friend Jake. I've never properly introduced Jake. He is an award-winning broadcaster in a previous life, and now he's just my buddy. I, on the other hand, am not an award-winning broadcaster. We live in a very, very small town in the middle of nowhere, Alaska, which is just like wherever you live, just either smaller or larger. And one of the things that we are discussing is the city of Soldatna's proposal of a brand new mask mandate. That's going to be opening up for discussion tonight at the Soldatna City Council meeting. The link to that will be in uh, the description. So if you are interested in the city of Soldatna's mask mandate, you can tune in and listen to uh, the little bit of uh, civility, a little bit of democracy in action, a little bit of all of that this evening. All right, folks, without any further ado, I'd like to say thank you to my two greatest supporters, Iron Asylum and Red Run Cannabis Company. You will find out more about those two wonderful companies at the very end of this podcast. Until then, ladies, gents, and others, kick today's ass. Don't let it kick yours and have fun. Otherwise, what's the point? The music you are listening to right now comes courtesy of the one and only DJ Allegiance. You can find more on DJ Allegiance at gorillasinthetrunkmusic.com. By the way, link will also be in the description. You know, I just finished my breakfast round. So. Nice. Yeah, no, it's a, you know, I gotta say, like, seafood early in the morning is weird. It sounds it's weird. It's like, yeah, well, I don't know. It's like, as long as, with a little milk and sugar, like, it's pretty okay. But, <laughs> so, so how did we decide on, on land, uh, for uh, for breakfast foods. <laughs> <laughs> like who decided that? Like, uh, I mean, uh, oh wow. So we haven't done anything even remotely resembling like a local news for a long time. I know. It's weird. It's it's a thing that we normally I think we try to avoid uh, subconsciously. Like when there are things that are happening in the community we live in, we don't actually like to talk about them. Um, well, I, I I think I think it's the trauma from you know the the years of um, being in a place where like the everything was about what was happening locally. Um, yeah, for for being being paid to discuss things that were happening locally, but having to discuss them in a certain way. That that sucked. That was a that was a weird hard part to do. Um, but very enough transitional, I guess. But but 
local news that I think is worth talking about um, is the uh, two members of the Soldat and the City Council have, uh, I, I guess they're putting forth a, a mask mandate. Yeah. Thoughts? The, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. That's such, it's such a weird one. Like, I, I don't, I don't even know what counts in the COVID world anymore. Um, like I'm going to be very excited to find out that COVID's not even like, you know, it's like your digital currency and I'm not talking Bitcoin. I'm just talking about like, when, you know, they just put, they, they don't even hand you cash or a check. They just put numbers in a, an account and you just trade those numbers. No, I believe COVID is real. Like my aunt died of COVID, but my aunt also had other, you know, other issues. Um, where this is that this is that wonderful freedom argument. I mean, isn't it? Isn't this what we're allow people to do what they want to do, or make people do something for the like uh, for the great good? It's uh, it's a tough decision. It's it's a tough conversation to have because it's it's one of those things that reinforces that the community we live in is just like every other place in the world. Right, because yeah. we've decided to make it just like every other place in the world. And uh, COVID is is a thing that, like anything else, affects everybody different. And I think that it, it goes to identify how different every single human being is. Because some folks who were young, you know, didn't have a lot of underlying issues. Uh, are no longer with us, all right, folks. They yeah. didn't hit that. They, they don't fit that mold of what we think about uh, of a COVID patient when we think of a COVID patient. Um, I I think it's similar to the gun argument. Okay, please explain. Um, well, there's like there's a lot, um, you know, I. Then it's debatable if okay. So if we um, if we outlaw guns, would there be less school shootings? Would there be less like theaters being shot up? Um, would people be safer? Um, you have one side that's like, no, we're safer because we have guns, and um, you have the other side that's like, oh, you know, we're not safe because we have guns. And I feel the same way about the mask, um, like. There's the there's the side of people that they you know they feel safer because they have the mask. Um, there's the side of people that don't like refuse like it's a put like I said I can tell who you voted for by if you wear a mask. Or not. Um, but um, yeah, there's that uh, that side of there's that aisle of people that like I won't force you to wear a mask. It's very much the I want to take away your guns, and then you have that like I want to choose to wear a mask or not. Like that's the that is the excellent thing about firearms right now in America. You know you're not forced to have one. The downside is you are um, there is a possibility that someday they won't allow you to have one. Um, right now, your um, private businesses are requiring that you wear a mask. Um, certain private businesses. And that I think is wonderful. Like 
that's their choice. Be like, hey, if you want to shop in our store, which we own, you can wear a mask or not wear a mask. Um, you know, it's like when certain businesses ask or ask you not to open carry. It's you can choose to shop somewhere else. Now, when we get into the the when we get into the government realm of things, where it's like, you know, I don't, man, I don't know. What a time to be alive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, this is a really interesting time. Um, I think there's definitely a, a bunch of good condom jokes as well. <laughs> um, the, the same way, like you say, you can tell who you voted for. I can tell how many kids you have. No oh, shit. I would like to take this uh, this time to say that um, the woke bake masks are going to be coming courtesy of the Golden Brothers. So if you're going to be forced to wear one, you should be allowed to be stylish. All right? You don't want to look like every other one of these uh, these jerks with their little cheap shit that they've been wearing from the doctor. They wore they got they went to the doctors or they went to they went to Fred Myers and they got this mask back in April and it's the same one they've been wearing since April. You don't want to be that guy. Like, if you're forced to wear a mask, at least wear a cool one. Wear a Woken Bake mask. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, it's probably a little bit late. But it would have been, would have been great if you had, like, hashtag stay positive. <laughs> that will be the next line. Because um, this thing's not going away anytime soon. So, <laughs> well, uh, this morning um, caught a headline. Didn't read the actual article. That's how American I am. Uh, doc, uh, some doctor is saying that uh, we're expecting herd immunity by uh, May of 2021. Oh, awesome! When uh, spring break ends. <laughs> So uh, break wasn't two years long, and we had two Germanys and nine planets. Sorry, I just had a had an epiphany. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's gonna get weird. So, um, distribution of a vaccine. What if yeah. that's the next great choice, the next great discussion, right? If we're expected to have her immunity, you wait until May. Or do you get the vaccine now? Because I I have friends, I have people that I care about who said, um, you know, they have people in their lives that are high risk. So they're going to get the vaccine. Does the vaccine become political? Oh, I, I, ooh, you don't think it is already? Well, I mean, like, I mean, are people going to look at science? Are they going to be like... You know, there's a couple ways to look at it because, yeah, you roll into a vaccine that's fairly new. It's like you don't know the long-term effects yet. You know, you don't know what's what's going to be – like the beautiful thing about some of our vaccines is that they've been around for so long, we know what's going to happen. Like we know the risks, which on – I believe on the majority of them, in my personal opinion, um, I am not a doctor – uh, is minimal. In fact, the, the benefit definitely outweighs any negative potential. Um, but like, 
I don't know. We, um, are are we going to be the guinea pigs for new vaccine? Um, and with that, is it going to be like, you know, are we going to have like a, you know, are we going to have a group of people that are like, you know, like people that probably have been vaccinated for everything else in their life that become an anti-vaxxer, like under this particular thing because a certain guy did not win the election. So what about personal sovereignty? What about having the right to say, no, I I just don't want that in my body? There are a lot of people that have a lot of different reasons for not wanting to get uh, vaccinated. They could be personal, they could be religious, whatever they are. Um, Do do we get to let them exercise that First Amendment right um, to to practice their uh, their faith, or I don't know how that would work. Um, I think I think it's a very scary world when we force people to get vaccinated. Um, I also believe it's a um, you know I, I think it's probably a like a safer, better world, but um, you know I think there's a lot more things out there that you know diseases that can kill people and hurt people. Um, that, I mean, uh, you know, like, well, we eradicated polio. Like, how awesome was that? Um, but now it's making a comeback. It's like Dr. Yeah. Demento. <laughs> like old Honeymooners TV episode. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I think, um, yeah, I mean, just for, for clarification, just, you know, to let everyone know, like, like, like I'm too where, you know, I stand on all this is, um, I like, I'm pro vaccine on the COVID thing though, the COVID vaccine that freaks me out because it's like the, like what I vaccinate my kids with and myself, um, I avoid the flu vaccine. That one like doesn't make sense to me. Um, so I guess I'm not in like, I'm, I'm not out there like, 100% vaccine shopping. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I guess you, you don't realize the luxury of, um, of having all of these vaccines being tested over, you know, over decades. Like in this particular case, this is like, it, this vaccine to me honestly feels a bit like a gamble. Like it's, it feels rushed. Maybe it's, I mean, the advantage, though, is we, I mean, they have a large, because of our irresponsibility um, and our massive amount of cases, they have like a large, uh, you know, sort of a large group of people to test from, like a large sample size. Yeah. Well, we say our, our irresponsibility. So um, it, it's easier for, for a country like Australia to shut down, right? They they are an island. They are a great big island, but they've got a lot of coastal cities right around that big island, which means that for the most part their people are pretty spread out. They're basically like Alaska, right? But even so, Alaska is still but connected. The burden of Canada. Yeah. Well, well, no. I mean, we're talking about. Sorry, like my dog. I'm, I'm walking my dog this morning on my dog and he's not used to the leash. So when he goes out, it's, uh, it's quite the experience for him. He doesn't like the leash. Yeah. He's not a fan of it. We go on walks in the woods 
And now we're like walking the neighborhood. He does not like the leash. Does he make the um does he make the I'm an American argument? Um supposed to be yeah. a country. And then you have to have this whole like yeah, but you're a dog conversation with him. Oh man, yeah, it's rough. It it gets rough at times because I love him. Like he's he's one of my best friends. I'm I'm grateful for him in my life. Um so I don't necessarily like putting him on the leash, but we're in the neighborhood and otherwise he's gonna shit on people's yards. I like the And um, in the snow that's gross. All that's gonna happen <laughs> is maybe when all that snow starts melting. Uh, I mean, I mean, kind of, but but until then, it's like it's like an ice frozen dog bird in your yard. That like as it's as it rains, as it melts, as it heats up, as it cools down, is eventually just going to turn into like solid ice and then mush in your yard. But yeah, it'll be gross for a while. It's like the never ending turd. So I got him on a leash. Uh, yeah, well, I'm so, sure. I'm sure you know. Neighbors owners appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Your neighbors owners. It's early. Um, yeah. All right. So, where are we on the mask mandate on this lovely Tuesday morning? Uh, oh, this is a, what a great question. A gun to my head question. I think. Um, I this is my thing and I'm gonna roll this back to the um to one of my original arguments. Uh not for this, but for, for a lot of things in life. I don't think you should force people to wear a mask. I think people should be able to choose what they want to do, what they want to wear, as long as they're not hurting other people. Now here's the potential argument, they might hurting other people. But with that same argument, I think you should have the choice not to wear a mask. However, if yeah, I think you should be, um, you know, if you actively choose not to take, it's like if you're being reckless with a firearm and you accidentally shoot a kid or an adult or like whatever, a person, someone's dog, someone's car. You accidentally put a bullet through like their um, their window, um, but your behavior uh, can be deemed reckless. I think you should be responsible to to fix that. So if you're out, not you know, obviously, like if you're out and you um, you have the COVID. Um, you don't. You're not wearing a mask. Um, you're not. You're not. At least, even whether the mask works or doesn't work, because even though there's gun safety, accidents still happen. But if you're not taking all the proper precautions that you can, and you infect someone and they pass away, um, I think you should be liable. Like you should be so, fiscally responsible. Okay. Um, so in the, I'm glad you brought that up. In the state of California. Uh, it is no longer a felony to knowingly, uh, to knowingly infect someone with HIV. Which is such a weird thing for me. I mean, I guess, is it still, 
I mean, did this get dropped to misdemeanor status or? Yes, it is a misdemeanor. Uh, if you know you have, um, if you know you're HIV positive and you don't uh, tell the person you had sex with, right? You knowingly infect them uh, with, um, uh, with HIV, it is a misdemeanor and no longer a felony. So condoms versus masks. You know, like if if we're going to if we're going to um, enforce one, then we need to enforce the other. See, and I, you know, I uh, the HIV one. That one's really interesting because um, I wonder, like, should that be a criminal thing or should that be a civil thing? I don't know. I that's that that one's yeah, what a, I'm glad I this is why this is why I barely didn't get I barely didn't make it to the Supreme Court. Like this is why I was like right on the edge and they're like, Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. What's your take on the what's your take on the mask thing? The mask mandate. Do you actually you like so you have some one on one experience too. Yeah. So that's why I go back to um, if you do the things you know you're supposed to be doing, um, everything that's supposed to happen is going to happen. Whether it's a proper diet, whether it's exercising, um, you know, whatever it is. And if you're doing those things and something like COVID hits you, right, if you're doing the things that you know you're supposed to be doing to have a strong immune system, that hopefully you will be you'll be fine. This is the guy that spent like the last two weeks with like a runny nose on the podcast. Night. I also go for a walk outside, so like it's <laughs> chilly, so my nose runs, and that's and and I mean that's really the the, the truth of the matter is like I I go for a walk, my nose runs, I, I got to drain that mucus out, and that's a perpetual thing in my life, man. Because I, but I know that I, I'm supposed to be going for a walk, right? So I know I'm supposed to be getting fresh air. Uh, as a matter of self-care. So, you know, like I'm up in the morning, I'm going to walk with my dog on the ice, immediately regretting it because he's clearly not a leash fan and it is icy outside, sir. No, I I think that is a good, that is a great argument, you know, the self-care. But like, I don't know, what what do you think? Do we, because we've established a government for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like there there is a reason we have a government and and really it's supposed to be like a source of logistics if you think about it like the things that we can't do as individuals because it'd be too difficult for us to like come up with a plan and execute it we hand those responsibilities off to our government like I mean, if we were all just running around being militia people and we got invaded by, like, a well-organized Chinese army, um, it's going to be really difficult for, like, you know, the six guys in McKiskey and the 13 people up in Kasilov and the, you know, like, it's you know, to, like, there's going to be a guy that's going to be on the phone calling every other state being like, Hey, I know you can't travel through Canada right now, but like we're totes under attack, bro. Um, 
so there is there is a purpose for the government in the sense of if an emergency situation occurs, uh, we have people that we chose. It's not like it, it, we're, we're not in a situation where we like these people were just born into this role. Like we actively selected these people so that we can go on with our lives and our days and they can handle all the logistical shit. So would you like the uh the the names of the uh authors of the ordinance? I would love them. Uh, Jordan Chilson and Pamela Parker. Of course. So I guess here's my question for you, sir. How does this go? Um ooh. You know, Sultana is a weird place. Like, Sultana has, like, the absolute worst city council I've ever seen. And I'm not saying that the people are terrible or that um, the – I'm not saying they're not terrible. I'm not saying the people are terrible or not terrible. I'm just saying, like, I have seen, like, the debates that come out of Sultana City Council – I like the, hey, do you think we should do this? I don't know, whatever. Can we go home? Like that, like, whatever you want to do. These are also like the annexation people. Yes. So, however you you feel on that, um, consider, consider where the proposal comes from. Um, you know, and and consider consider all of that, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I yeah. it's a lot to think about because it does come down to personal choice, um, but it also is a matter of public safety and and public health because it does affect a lot of people. Man, it's really a lot to wrap yeah. your brain around. It well, it really is, and um, so I really, I mean, I I think it, <clears throat> it's sad that it was an election year. Um, because, um, just because I, because this issue got, uh, you know, this issue got politicized. Um, but I, cause I think it, I think it really is a great question. Now we can argue whether or not a mask is effective or not effective. I don't know. Like, I don't care. Sometimes I wear a mask, sometimes I don't. If I walk into your business and you require that I wear a mask, I wear a mask. You know what? Not because I'm anti-Trump or pro-Biden or anti-Biden, pro-whoever, or scared of COVID or anything like that. It's your personal property. You requested I do this to shop there. I'm going to respect your land. I'm going to respect your dirt because I'm a guest in your place. I'm also a customer, um, but I'm not going to scream that my civil liberties have been violated. Um now, you know, if you if we get to a point where it's like you have to wear a mask in your own home, then I like I'm grabbing my musket and and hiding in the trees and shooting the coats. I get it. But, I get um, it, my friend. Uh, yeah, you, honestly, I like I I uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about this, and I don't know a delicate way to say it, but um. 
that for the podcast, you probably need to give up your baby. I, um, oh God, you know, um, I, I didn't want to be the one to say it, but I think deep down inside you know that like, the baby has got to... I don't know if you want to dumpster it. Um, or just... or. Like no, there's um okay, so I have a friend, uh Pastor Craig over the Salvation Army, who could probably just leave it in a basket on his doorstep. And he has tons of resources. Oh, so yeah, it, I should you would probably have a better life. But, yeah. And, and I gotta head it now. I love you, my friend. Have a great day. <laughs> I love you All right, this podcast would not be possible without the friendship and support of Brandon Miller of Iron Asylum. Iron Asylum is located at 35165 KB Drive behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. The gym is open 24 hours a day. And see, I've been spending a lot of time at home lately. However, I'm dying to get back in. And the beautiful thing about the gym, because it's open 24 hours a day, I can get in there before my kids get up. That way, when they get home, I'm ready to deal with them and they're ready to deal with me. I've got my morning workout, uh, my morning training, my my morning thing in. And so I am better able to interact with them. That's kind of what Iron Asylum stems from. So it's a mental health thing. You go in there, you get your dopamine shot, you get your your good feelings, you get your serotonin, you get all those good brain chemicals uh, flushed into your body, and you feel good about yourself because you did something. And good for you. If you're doing something, you should feel like you're doing something. Their number, 907-953-4720. Give them a call for more information. Ask them about their PFD special. Talk to them about all that good thing. 907 907- 953-4720. Also brought to you uh, with the support of my good friend, uh, Mark Tyler, over at Red Run Cannabis Company and Red Run Retreats. Red Run Cannabis Company, however, is located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis and the brewmeisters of Hashade, Blueberry Hashade, Strawberry Hashade, and I think that's all the flavors of Hashade they got. But they also make can of caps, they make honey sticks, and peanut butter. The peanut butter is delicious. I recommend it to anyone who uh, fits inside of the disclaimer that I will be playing at the cannabis warning right after I get done talking about Red Run Cannabis Company. Now in store, they carry flour, they carry concentrates, including decarb oil, and pretty much everyone's favorite, cartridges. Now because Red Run has their own manufacturing facility, nobody can beat their prices. And they also stock edibles from other folks as well. Uh, the, The lovely ladies over at Lady Grey and the fine folks over at Creative Confections in particular. They also stock Alaskan made Frontier CBD, so be sure to ask your bud tender for suggestions. Check out their website redruncannabiscompany.com for more information or weed maps for their current menu. Hashade and other Red Run products are available at finer dispensaries throughout the great state of Alaska. Alright ladies, gents, others, here's your cannabis warning. Have a great day.
as per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children and E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.